The views and opinions expressed on Beautiful Disasters are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their sponsors, or anyone else involved. Also, there is going to be a lot of adult language used on this podcast, so please keep your little kitties away. Welcome back to Beautiful Disasters. Schlag abuse edition. I don't know yeah. what that was about. Anyhow, well, we're in the holiday season now, and yes, I like to give to my friends, and I decided <laughs> this year for Groots I'd give them the biggest fucking headache ever. With this schlag abuse, this is one that I had experienced myself back in the day, and decided, you know what? Let's just hand out gifts this year, and the gift of never wanting to watch this fucking movie again. Oh my god. So, oh, let me, before we continue, I'm F.U. Hunter, and with me is... I'm the Groots. And the movie that I gifted to you for this schlock abuse was... Fucking Rollerball. <laughs> Not the good one. Yeah, I was gonna say, before you're like, wait a second, the James Conn movie? That was, no, no. The starring... Chris Klein. Who else is in this? LL Cool J. Um, oh yeah, we got we got we got some <laughs> we got some people in this. You know, like Jean Reno is actually a good actor. Oh, Jean Reno from the, the Professional. Leon, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got uh, Rebecca R- Romain Stamos. You mean Mystique from X Men movies? That's right. Oh, how's how could this movie fail? I know it even well, has an early. Maybe you know what? Who's the director of this? Maybe well, that's the problem. Well, the director is a bad motherfucker named John McTiernan. Wait, wait. John McTiernan as as in Die Predator, Hard. Predator, Die Hard, Hunt for October. Yeah, Last Action Hero. Fuck yeah, that dude's awesome. <laughs> but not this time. No. <laughs> God damn. Oh man. This I think this is one of the few schlock abuse where the person assigning it had thoroughly watched this movie. You saw it in the theater. I saw it in the goddamn theater. And I've been holding on to this one for a while. And I said, you know what? Tis the season. Here you go. Yeah, this is a big fucking lump of coal, you asshole. (laughs) (laughs) I think what's... Before you get into whatever the plot is of this thing, Right. I think the thing that makes this more devastating than some of the other schlock abuse is, again... I gave you something where you know what the potential of the director is. Sure. And you know the potential of some of the actors in this. And it's just a pile of shit. No, nut that can't be saved at all. No. It is a tire fire in the most real sense. Yeah. And the fact that they actually called it Rollerball and very loosely based it on the 1975... (laughs) motherfucking classic dystopian classic James Caan this was disappointing in every possible way Uh, there had to be a reason though you hadn't seen it so far because you probably had heard enough about it being a shit movie I I learned early on that there was a rash of bad remakes that were coming out right around the early 2000s this is 2002 yep and I avoided it like the plague. I saw the trailer, I want to say back in the day, and I was like, uh, no. 
This does not look good. Was the starring Chris Klein, which for some of our listeners who are like, Chris Klein, who's that? Let's just update. That's one of the guys from American Pie. American Pie, yeah. Um, and not much else. I, I was going to say, can you give me <laughs> another movie he was in? Like, No, I, I looked at his IMDb and he really hasn't done a whole lot. He's done some TV work. Yeah. Recently, but I'm like, I, I think he was in our Ryan Reynolds movie. Like, maybe that's yeah, that's about it. But yeah, so it's weird to, I guess maybe this was supposed to be his like Keanu moment, you know, you know, where Keanu Reeves kind of went from Bill and Ted, yeah, and in small parts, Point Break, and yeah, and then well, I, I would say Point Break was the first, like, let's see if we can make this guy an action star. And Point Break kind of built it up, and then obviously Speed, Speed is yeah. what it was like, Keanu Reeves, action star. And I feel like for Chris Klein's agent, he's like, oh, man, I, this is going to take off. It's John McTiernan. It's, it's, it, you're going to take off after this movie. <laughs> and now it's just like, does it say starring Chris Klein? Like, it's one of those things where, you know, no, it had the opposite effect. I mean, you're right in the sense that you're looking at the director and the cast. It could have been something better. Yeah. A whole lot better, but yeah. it just wasn't. No. It was not good. At and what it, point do they think they got into filming and Chris Klein went, I have made a huge mistake. <laughs> like, I, based on his career, I think he probably thought he was going to be in a blockbuster. Okay. It's one of those, he didn't really think this is, this is, this is might be career killing. He just kind of was like, this could be good, guys. Like, I mean, you know, there might be some editing that needs to happen. Well, I'll say after this, even LL Cool J didn't do a whole lot of mo- feature films. He he's mostly just relegated to TV at this point. I'll be honest. I mean, when you tell me when you talk about LL Cool J and and how in big movies, the only movie that I really come to mind is is Deep Blue Sea. I mean, right, that's, exactly. That's his movie, and then uh, maybe he was in other movies, but it's Deep Blue Sea. All right. Yeah, I mean. Yes. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. So this movie, it opens with a kind of like a dare where uh, Chris Klein's character, Jonathan, is uh, doing that like downhill skateboarding thing where you lay down on the, on the skateboard. Yeah, yeah. And he's like racing some guy through fucking san francisco is this like and it takes place in the future so is this what like no it really doesn't though it doesn't okay i know it was in the future i know the original was in the future yes the original was a dystopian like satire yeah and it was brilliant like you know i just didn't know that's how they they you know worked out things in the in this future no but that's apparently not the future is downhill racing it might be a little bit in the future they don't really they don't really set the timeline. <laughs> they don't even really care. <laughs> you know, all, all the cars are like, you know, late 90s, early 2000s cars. And, yeah. And Maybe it was supposed to take place in the future, but they ran out of the budget. So they're like, eh, it's kind of present day, you know? Yeah, you know. Yeah. So he goes on this race and they're like, they're tearing through the freaking, through the city, you know, San Francisco. Cops get alarmed, and he narrowly escapes, like, crashing and dying. Uh, the guy he was racing ends up, like, hitting a car and going through a window. And and uh, he gets scooped up by his buddy, L. Cool J's character, Marcus. And uh, I guess this Jonathan character was trying to get, like, a hockey sponsorship or something like that. And 
you know, LL Cool J, you know, he's like, hey, you got to come do this rollerball thing, man. I, you know, he's driving like a like a swank ass Porsche. Uh, you know, scoops him up. He's like, dude, hockey's whack, man. You, you got to go the rollerball route, man. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm. He's like, I'm rolling in the dough. Dollar he's got bill, diamonds y'all. on and shit. And he's like, listen, you got to do this. My plane leaves tonight. You know, you make up your mind. And Chris Klein's like, ah, no, I'm, I'm holding out. And then he, uh, he. He tries to go back to, like, his apartment, and there's cops there. So he's like, oh, shit. Four months later. <laughs> Boom. So, so wait, so, are the cops mad that he did downhill racing, so they were looking for him? Yeah. And that's why he decided to go the route of rollerball? Yeah, he's like, uh, yeah. because of the dangerous downhill racing competition he he was doing in the beginning of the movie? Exactly. Wow. Yeah, he was like, oh, I don't want to get pinched. You know, it'll ruin my chances. <laughs> so he's like, all right, well, I guess I'll take you up on your offer. And four months later, they're in fucking Russia. Okay. All right. They're in Russia where this uh, international upcoming hardcore sport called rollerball is a thing. Yeah. And it's kind of like a gladiatorial insane situation where there's motorcycles, there's people on skates. uh, We got a steel ball. You got to like throw it against this thing and like it, it's kind of a blood sport yeah but it's so it's like roller derby meets like motocrossing yeah. meets um mad max like yeah, yeah. and uh or, or thunderdome i guess it, yeah. it is yeah and, and this it's kind of like an underground situation but like it's it's being broadcast over asia you know, so they they're going to different areas and they're playing and and uh, like all the teams are really uh, integrated, you know. There's there's men and women. There's people from all over on these teams. Like it's not like the American team and the Russian team, right? And it's I'll give the movie one bit of credit is that the actual choreography of the sport was pretty well shot, okay, like pretty well done. You know, it was a very active role. You know, a lot of the actors were actually you've got a skating. good action director. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. so I guess that's one key thing is. Everything else might suck at, suck ass in this movie, but at least he knows how to do some of the action scenes good. Yeah, that was the only thing. I mean, the story was absurd. But basically it revolves around um, uh, this guy who, who runs runs the sport. And that's John Renault's character. His name is Alexis Petrovich. He's like an ex-Stasi like Stasi, like Russian guy. Oh, who's does he like have a bad guy. Russian accent in this? Oh, he has a terrible Russian accent. Oh, man. For the, for the first like 10 minutes, yeah. I was like, is he supposed to be Italian? Yeah. <laughs> Soon my rollerball team will be the best in the world. You're like, what, what's going on here? So he's obviously making money because, you know, it's the kind of sport where a lot of like um, blue-collar people are coming out and they're they're betting money and they're just raking in the dough. Yeah. Here so in, pretty here. much UFC. It's it's UFC. Basically. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. UFC with skates and motorcycles. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. And so he's running this shit and Jonathan Chris Klein's character very quickly establishes his uh prowess at the sport. One of his early matches and you know, he fucking dominates and he's becoming a star. And uh, their team is is kicking ass, whatnot. Weird ass fucking. I swear to God, at the there was a scene 
in the in this arena where there's like it, it just pans across a concession stand and I swear to god James Hong was in this movie buying like some kind of a snack. Really? And I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. I swear to god that was James Hong. Uh I did not watch the credits. <laughs> I did not go that deep into the uh, IMDb and if he was in the movie, obviously whatever scenes he might have had was cut cuz I I can't believe that that was his one cameo. Yeah. Cuz but... there were no lines or anything. He was just from the distance. I was like, what the fuck? So, they have this big match. Jonathan's team, you know, Jonathan Marcus's team win. And then we have a Starship Troopers-esque uh, locker room scene where, like, <laughs> women and men together in there. There's tits out. That, like, everyone's, like, slapping each other on the ass, you know, yeah. joking around and stuff like that. And Rebecca Roman Stamos, her character's name is Aurora. And she's kind of like a, a badass on that team. Yeah. And, you know, tits out all over the place. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> You're like, all right, there's one good thing about this movie. So, and then they they all get dolled up, and then they 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 jump in all of their sports cars, which apparently are, like, given to them by Jean Reno's character because they're, like, the celebrities. Oh, so he wants them to look like... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, wa- he wants them to be celebrities and ballers and yeah. stuff like that. I want you to sell your sport of fanciness, yes. Exactly. And they go to the lamest fucking goth techno Russian oh, club ever. And this is early 2000s, so I know it's bad. Oh, it's it's terrible. There's like there's like people in like bondage gear dancing, but the music is so low that nobody has to raise their voice to even talk. Oh, really? And I was like, oh man, that's bad. It's like, hey, how's it going? Not like yelling or I can barely hear you, but like, wow, this is actually a good volume for us to have a conversation. At this. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah. So they're having a good time, but uh, oh, oh, to rewind a second, uh, there's one thing that happened in the match that is kind of a, the plot point that's setting up the rest of the movie is that um, one of their lesser teammates, his helmet like gets knocked off, yeah, kind of falls off, and then a dude um, smashes him in the face, no helmet on, with the metal ball that they play with, right? Fucks him up, and so he gets hospitalized. And when they're at the club, one of the other uh, teammates is like, hey, I found his helmet after the fact, and it looks like the chin strap was cut. <laughs> and they're like, the fuck? Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, shit. So basically the plot is that to boost ratings, Jean Renault and his assistant, who is played by Naveen Andrews, who, uh, who played um, uh, Saeed on Lost. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that guy. Um, they basically concocted a, uh, a plan where they're going to make accidents happen <laughs> to boost ratings and make it more of a more of a blood sport than it already is. Right. And um, that's kind of their their thing. Like they're trying to get these ratings like up all over because um, Alexis blood. Petrovich wants to sell blood cable cells. rights. Yeah, blood cells. He wants to man. sell cable rights to the U.S. That's yeah. his next big move. He wants to take this truly international and bring it over to the states so our 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 two main characters here uh jonathan and marcus end up taking this helmet up to the vip room where alexis is at and all the all the big wigs like all the executives that like own the shit and this is a this is the cool part of the club because 
He ba- it's basically like a, it's like a weird cabaret orgy situation. Oh, okay. All right, you know. It's, so suggestive downstairs. It's just fucking going on upstairs. It, apparently, it's, yeah. It, it's it's bananas upstairs. Yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. well, we got the music kind of low and stuff. We might kind of act sexy, but up there, it's like it's fuck party, man. Yeah, that's the that's the high rollers area. Yeah. So you know, Chris Klein is like, hey, uh, I want to let you know that this was this was sabotaged and he's like oh yeah i'll take care of it no no, he's telling the guy that's doing it yeah yeah and he was like as soon as they leave he's like (laughs) (laughs) that dumb motherfucker i don't want to sabotage it that's right man so in russia helmet sabotages you (laughs) so jonathan and aurora get together to try to figure out who's who's behind this shit right you know who's who's the guy they man they are really hung up on that one thing that yeah yeah so you know they they try to find this tv producer guy he's not there there's fucking riots going on in the fucking russian city that they're in stuff like that they end up hooking up because they have this bond now yeah and well they have to yeah i mean he's a star and she's the leading actress i mean yeah tits out yeah like she's gonna have it she's looking good and then yeah. he's going to tell probably L. Cool J later on, and you know he's going to get some high fives. And that's right. I, again, I've watched this movie. I've apparently blanked everything out because he's explained stuff. I'm no, like, fair enough. I, I I don't remember any of this shit. I play after this episode. I plan on doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if only like we actually had that Men in Black thing where after you're done, when we watch these really shitty movies, you could just kind of turn it on and blank it out and be like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know, I've never even seen it. So yeah, the uh, the Jean Renault character, he's got like this whole security detail that's that's trying to keep a lid on everything. That's also like the bodyguards for these guys, but also keeping tabs on them. Uh... And um, he's having them follow these guys to make sure that they're you know both okay because th- there is assets, you know, yeah. there's 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 money makers, but also, also you know checking in to make sure that they're not like getting wind of yeah, anything. they're not figuring out about <clears throat> that one helmet strap that got sabotaged exactly so they uh you know they're they're trying to figure things out it gets back to the next match and um there is a a fucking slipknot cameo i'm sorry what yeah i don't even remember that yeah they're in it they're they're playing a song are they like there they're they're live there oh really they're playing while the rollerball match is going yeah the soundtrack has a bunch of white zombie songs on it there's like there's really there's like screens in you know in the arenas that are showing like a pink music video like it's like what the fuck i am gonna have to look up the soundtrack now because i am intrigued (laughs) yeah it's so slipknot like straight up showed up yeah they're there okay they're fucking there you know, and I'm like, wow. what the shit is happening? I don't like, I'm not a huge fan of Slipknot because... I'm not either, but... They wear a lot of costumes and they're not guar. But here's the thing, all right? You do kind of feel bad <laughs> that of the movies, especially at that time, that was probably the height of Slipknot. Yeah, right? true. Of the movies they could have showed up in, they showed up in Rollerball. It's so true. Bad choice. So the next match, they're trying to up the ante. What they end up doing is uh, they orchestrate so that Aurora gets knocked off of her motorbike uh, by this giant dude who pulls the pulls the freaking fuel line, Uh-oh. so it's leaking. Yeah, and then she gets she gets back on and rides off, and then they fucking light 
the f- like like the stream of right. gasoline. I love, I love Die Hard too. I exactly. would say, yeah, yeah. So it's like it, it like it's it's following it's like, her, it's yep. following her up, and they narrowly <laughs> of save her. And what what ends up happening is like Marcus ends up like rolling up on his bike, picks her up off of her bike. And like tosses her to safety, and then he crashes over the freaking like uh like the the barriers into the crowd. He gets hospitalized, and her bike rolls off and explodes. Yeah, all that shit. And then they're like, "All right, so this shit is fucking for real, <laughs> for real." So they end up uh it's 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 uh Jonathan and Marcus in the hospital. Jean Renault's like, "Hey, listen." You're okay. I need you back at the next match. You're 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 my boys, right? And they're like, uh, yeah. <laughs> so Aurora sneaks in in disguise with another member of the team to basically smuggle them out, like, cause Marcus is like, dude, I got kids. This shit's gonna kill me. Yeah. Like, we need to get the fuck out. So they basically they they clandestinely break them out of the hospital. Away from their bodyguards. Away from the bodyguards. Nobody sees. And then they get into this fucking, like, truck. And they're, like, making their way to the border. Because they're going to be like, oh, we got to get out of this country. We got to get to the fucking American consulate. <laughs> this, is, this is it. <laughs> and um, so they're trying to escape, the two guys. And lo and behold, three fucking cars of fucking bodyguards end up following them. I know. This I remember. I will remember. I do remember a ridiculous amount of like almost SWAT team yeah like, chase sequences yeah it's like and this is where <laughs> okay I just remembered something alright during this entire sequence is it in regular camera view or is it with night vision mostly night vision yes I remember that part because I said Nobody should watch this amount of a movie through night vision. And none of them had night vision goggles on. No! <laughs> but as an audience member, you're watching the entire action sequence yeah. in through night vision. Yes. Okay, that I remember, because that pissed me the fuck off and gave me a goddamn <laughs> headache. And it was, yeah, it, it could have been a much more thrilling action sequence had it actually been shot like a movie. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they end up... They end up uh, kind of crashing the truck a little bit, and then they roll out the back of the truck on a motorcycle, both of them together. Of course, Chris Klein is riding bitch, you know. Of course. And they're trying to get away, and they kind of leave the other guys in the dust. They're doing like 120 down this fucking dirt road, trying to get to the border. And then they see some lights behind them, and they're just like, how is anything gaining on us? We're going a fucking 120 miles an hour on a motorcycle. And lo and behold, it is a military-grade cargo plane <laughs> that is bearing down on them. Yep. And barely, like, just goes right over them. And they're like, what the fuck is this shit? And the goddamn thing, like, the the ramp on the back opens up as it's, like, landing on this fucking road. And fucking jeeps are coming out and shit. <laughs> and it's like, what the... Okay, first of all... If this guy has that much money, yeah, he can just get 
more players. Yeah, you just kill like, them. What the, what the fuck is he doing? Yeah, like nobody can ride roller skates and dodge motorcycles like these can. Like, yeah, he's got a lot of sounds like higher, you know, especially forces motherfuckers. I'm pretty sure you can teach him how to skate. And throw exactly. a metal ball. I'm pretty sure that could happen. I, I, I would imagine yeah. so. I guess he just had access to all that, like, ex-Soviet uh, hardware after the fall. Plus, you know? <laughs> here's the thing. Like, he really wants to sell the sport to America, right? Yeah. And yet they're, so they're having it be bloodier and kill people off. Right. Doesn't he have the resources just to pay off a few motherfuckers and get the get it set up for? He's hiring armies to like you would catch, think. catch three people. Yeah, I you think he'd have the money to kind of you know grease a politician's pocket or something? He's like, no, no, can't do that. It's got to be bloodier. That's what it's the problem. So they make a run for the border, and <laughs> and they're 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 almost there, and then they start fucking shooting mortars at them of course as they're getting close and like one of them like knocks them off their bike and they 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 kind of spill and crash and so the so they see there's like a there's like a drawbridge not far away oh and there's like oh man we can't both make it over there riding double dutch you know we uh you go you've got kids marcus you go you can make it and he's going to jump the fucking the the drawbridge right. that, that was that was that was going up and so he tries, and then of course, like the lead uh, henchman bodyguard guy pulls out like a giant fucking sniper rifle. Oh no! And just as in, and and John Renault's like, well, let me see if we can clear it first, <laughs> and he does. Yeah. And he gets down, and he's within like hundred hundred feet of the fucking like border. Yeah. And dude just fucking takes him out. So he killed him. That's it. But he's got kids. That's it for LL Cool J. Oh, dead. Oh. Taken out by the sniper rifle, so they capture Chris Klein, and uh, and he's pissed, obviously. But you know, and he's riding back on on this fucking cargo plane, and he's trying to figure out his next move. And then he uh, so he ends up having a conversation after they land with uh, Jean Renault, and he's like, "All right, listen, I want a cut of." the merchandising and the fucking you know the profits right if i'm gonna be your guy that's my that's my deal and then he also is like yeah and i want aurora off the team like tr- trade her to another team or something because he he's falling in love or whatever the fuck. yeah you know he doesn't he doesn't want to see her hurt so jean renault is like yeah sure you know we'll, we'll work it out no problem you know, of course he's just like oh fuck this guy Fuck this guy. I'm going to make an example of him. Yeah. So the next match, not only does he trade Aurora to the opposing team, but also he's like, he's orchestrated where it's like, all right, we want the ratings. We are going to kill our star. Our star. Wait. At the match. Wait, who's the star? Are you talking about Jonathan? Yeah. Chris Klein. Oh, shit. Yeah, he he he's the badass player. Oh no! Yeah, well, not really, no. But I, I know, mean, you know, I mean, in the movie, he is. And <laughs> <laughs> thank you for defining that. Like, oh, he's, no, he's not. Only in the movie, he's badass. In real life, he's he's a he's a huge pussy. All right. <laughs> so, so some of some of the some of the players in this sport have basically what's like a like a field hockey, like a like a wiffle ball scoop thing. Okay, they're made out of metal. And they've sharpened all the edges so they're like blades now. Oh. And they're going to get this motherfucker. Yeah. And then they also make a new rule where there's not going to be any penalties. 
basically to take all the rules away. So it's legit now going to be a blood sport for this match. <laughs> Everyone's like, so like all fuck? tonight, all rules get thrown out. You're like, yeah. oh, you know, I've never had that happen when you watch a sporting event. Like, all right, tonight, you can. It's five strikes and you're out. Like, you know, wait, wait a yeah, second. Yeah. Why? Like tonight, just tonight only. Tonight, the Super Bowl. Yeah. There's no pads. Yeah. No pads. No, no pads. helmets. And everyone gets a knife. And every and, <laughs> and everyone gets and a brass mis- knuckles. And a mystery player has a gun tucked in his pocket, just in case. <laughs> yeah, like. Uh, and he's so, doing Taibo over yeah, there. We've got strict rules, except for tonight only. We don't. Okay, so all rules are thrown out. Apparently, it's set up that Chris Klein's gonna get murdered in some way. Oh yeah, no, yeah. definitely, it's a fucking shit show. Like the last match is like brutal as fuck. Like everyone's like fucking each other up. Um, you know, Aurora's trying to like, even though she's on the other team, she tries to like swing it, in, you know, in his you right. know, favor to try to save his ass. She gets pinned down, and then there's people coming at him with fucking bladed weapons, basically, and he's getting fucked the fuck up. Yeah, a couple people get brutally injured. One of their team members, who was like a local hero in Russia because he used to work in this mine. Uh, he ends up getting fucking killed. Uh, oh man! And like all, all his all his old minor buddy fans are like start <laughs> rising up and they're cheering on Jonathan because they want him to fucking like damn it. win. And, he, and he's like he's fighting this giant guy and like it's it's a fucking mess. But he finally prevails, and he has the metal ball, and he's going to <laughs> oh, score. God damn it! And then uh, he, like, skates off <laughs> the track. I remember the scene. In oh. a fucking, like, it, it's kind of like Pat Morita in that one movie with Jay Leno where he, like, kicks through the front of a fucking car windshield and, yeah. and nails a guy with both feet. He does that, like a flying both feet kick through the observation window where Jean Renault and all the fucking... All his cronies are. All his cronies are in. Kicks... Jean Reno right through the window, <laughs> throws the metal ball like knocks knocks like one of the one does of the dudes. Does he disarm? With, yeah, does he disarm one of the bodyguards yeah, with the metal ball? He like, disarms one of the bodyguards. He gets up. He starts oh, fucking people man. up. It's ridiculous. It is absurd. <laughs> it God is damn. the dumbest bullshit. I'm like, yes, what? That that I I remember that. I remember the night vision, and I remember that scene because yeah. He literally flies up in the air, crashes through the glass, takes out the bodyguards while on skates, and you're just like, what the fuck, man? It's so absurd. And he beats a mother- bunch of motherfuckers up. After he's like, I mean, he's already bleeding and yeah. like scarred and everything. And then he, he, he follows Jean Renault downstairs. Jean Renault is trying to, to get at these shotguns that are in, the, in his cabinet. But right. he can't find his can't find the key. The key's not there. So he's like trying to figure out how to. He's loading shotgun shells into him, and and he has to like break the damn shotgun stock off to like move it down to try to try to shoot him. Yeah, and it doesn't work out. And fucking <laughs> Jonathan fucking fucks him up and beats him to death, basically. Oh, really? And then. Naveen Andrews comes in, uh, the assistant to to the head dude, and he's like, "Listen, 
you're going to need support. And if you if you take out the king, well, there has to be a there has to be someone to take over the the reign. Yeah, and that's going to be me. And then he's like, nope, and he just fucking shoots him with a shotgun. <laughs> like boom. He's like, like, all right. It seems like we worked it all out. He's like, nope, motherfucker, you're dead too, bitch. And that's basically the end of the reign of of corruption and and blood sport terror, which is oh god, it's so dumb. Do they continue rollerball after that? But is a safer, cleaner one, or maybe? They, but they, they don't. They don't go into they, it. They, they, they pretty much the, that's the end. All of the rules game. are back on. All rules are back on. <laughs> so, all right, this is where a co- I, I got a couple things to end this. First of all, many years ago when I was doing drive in my living room, um, I used to screen movies with different themes, and we had a we had a, a sports theme night where I showed Blood of Heroes. Okay. And the second feature was a cheesy-ass flick called Future Sport with Dean Cain and fucking Wesley Snipes and Vanessa Williams. All right. And this was like a futuristic, it was set in 2025, futuristic, gladiatorial, like definitely inspired by the original Rollerball. Okay. That movie was dumb as fuck, but it was better than this movie. (laughs) That's saying a lot. Yeah, seriously. Okay. It starred Dean Cain, yeah. Exactly. Right yeah. there, that puts it on a bad footing. Very much so. Now, the other thing I'm going to say is that the original Rollerball, I am a fan of. Yeah. That movie was fucking awesome. It was a set in a dystopian future where corporations uh, made up a sport, basically, to end you know, violent conflict and wars and, and satiate the, the masses with, like, you know, this, this blood sport. Yeah, it's kind of like Running Man. Like same it deal. was, yeah. yeah, exactly, and and it 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 was a satire. It was it was brilliant in its own way. And, and, and for what I can remember, a lot stuff. of the movie actually takes place on the rollerball rink. Yeah, as opposed to this remake where there's like what three set pieces, maybe, yeah. and, and it wasn't then it's that all much. behind the scenes stuff. And you're like, yeah. I don't give a fuck about exactly. any of this other stuff. Yeah, all the melodrama in this one. Oh God. Now, original Rollerball is awesome. And all I have to say about this fucking movie is that it was just like a dumb, flashy X Games jerk-off session. Yeah. It was so bad, and, and the fucking acting was awful. <laughs> awful. <laughs> well, there's, and you know, it's funny. Even promotion material can sometimes give you an idea of a movie. Yeah. Because I remember... The like whatever I've seen the OG Rollerball yeah like on DVD with the original cover it's just like a glove with fucking spikes and yeah. like and that's all it is that's all you need and I remember the poster for this remake and it was Chris Klein L Cool J and Rebecca Romaine all in their gear like posing yeah and right there there's a huge difference from like Spike Love we're gonna fuck some shit up to like and we all. The champions of rollerball, like it just looks stupid. It, and right yes. there, that tells you all you need to know is like you got a movie that's like, because James Cobb was pretty fucking big at the time he's in this. Oh yeah, they, they're like maybe somewhere on the posters like and James Con, but like they're like no. fucking spike glove, fuck your shit up, 
and then remakes like and starring these three magical even people. Even if they reached out to him, if he had looked at the script and would just been like, "Fuck no," yeah, hell no, yeah, I'm not doing this. <laughs> so that was the absolute fucking tire fire that was Rollerball. That Man. that that is one of the best examples of why so many remakes <laughs> are unnecessary and. I have a huge respect for a lot of John McTiernan's earlier movies, but I'm glad his career ended shortly after this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I also warned that apparently I'm just realizing now that as awesome as he is in, in Leon and some of the other movies, um, we need might need to watch out for John Renault when it comes to remakes. Because I also know that he was in the goddamn Tire Fire Godzilla remake from the guys that did Independence Day. That came oh out right, in the one with Matthew Broderick. Yeah, <laughs> oh, so yeah. he might have a little bit of the Chris Hemsworth curse of if he shows up in a remake, that remake might be fucked up. All right, because yeah. I'm just realizing he's he's in a couple more remakes and I don't think they're of good quality. So. Well, that man is like Dennis Hopper. He works. That is true. He I'm, works a lot. He's in all kinds of shit and a lot of a lot of his stuff not that great. But, you know, I mean, he, he he was great in Ronin, and he was really good in this movie, came out about maybe 10 years ago, called 22 Bullets. That fucking movie was awesome. Oh, yeah, no, and he's been in, I mean, a lot of stuff. I mean, again, we, we he's one of those actors, like, for all the Godzillas and all the rollerballs, dude, Leon the Professionals, I mean, that's... Yeah, it's, he's, it's, he's, he's it's, got... It, he's keeps got him, it keeps him afloat, right? He's got quantity over quality yeah. a lot of the time. But, yeah, he does still represent from time to time but yeah that's i mean that's all i gotta say about this fucking awful <laughs> awful awful remake um that had nothing to say or do that the first one had you want me to throw out one more uh remake that he, he was in oh god what was it pink panther oh is that the one with steve martin <laughs> steve martin yep. yeah that yeah. was that was both nice. pink panther and pink panther 2 because they made a sequel oh they did didn't yeah. they yeah yeah, they should have stopped after the uh, Roberto Benini Son of Pink Panther and just been like, nah, we don't need a, another reboot. Or yeah, remake. no, no. <laughs> Fuck it. All right, well, I've, I've gone on with my hatred of this long enough. <laughs> and I've taken pleasure in watching you go off on your hatred. Jesus. Knowing, again, I think it's the only time we've had it where yeah. uh, pre-watch slock abuse ahead of time. So, Oof, man. All right. Oh, God damn. Where can, where can you find uh, this podcast? God damn it. Uh, this podcast? Well, you can find it, uh, you know, on uh, <laughs> Spotify and most of the places the podcast is available. Um, if you want to kind of delve into us uh, all together, you know, we have a site on uh, uh, Beautiful Disasters on Facebook. Uh, you can throw damn us right. a message, throw out any suggestions. Uh, we also are part of the GUI network, so if you want to check out all of the amazing network shows, you can go to www.guipodcast.com and see all the greatness of not just us, but all the great um, GUI podcasts that are on there. Hell yeah. So, um, just in the in the past like month, the prior month in October, October, we uh, among all the shows, we had a ton of releases. It was a super fun month. And I would just throw out uh, the um, flagship podcast just celebrated its 200th episode. 200. So, yeah. Kind yeah. of fucking crazy. Yeah, that was a fun so, time. I think man. we're up in the 50s. We're, we're getting up there. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're a little over 50 now. Yeah, it's, it's fun. 
Uh, all right. Well, fuck it, man. Let, uh, I'm gonna let you go. Like, yeah, you don't need to see this movie <laughs> unless you really like. If somebody wanted to do like a like a like a joke track on this movie, that would be one thing. That would this would be a good riff tracks. It I, would. I will throw that out there. Would. This would be a good riff tracks. Yeah, we could geekify the fuck out of this and, yes. and really tear it to pieces. Ooh, oh, we'll throw it out there. So. Uh, that would be fun. Let's we'll get some input from y'all if y'all want to hear us just tear this movie apart and sync it up with the movie. <laughs> we'll do it. Fuck it. Honestly, when I was watching this, I turned the the speed up on the movie. Yeah. To like one point one. <laughs> I was just like, make this go faster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck this shit. All right, anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening. I am the Groots. F you honor. All right. <laughs> fuck. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. In a world ravaged by movie studios that keep rehashing the same things, only one podcaster has the guts to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit as he traverses the internet to bring you some of the best and worst ideas for reboots, remakes, and reimaginings of some of your favorite and least favorite TV and film properties. Ideas like a John Waters He-Man movie, Fantastic Four the Musical, and Aliens, done entirely with marionettes. What podcast would bring this evil upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Up. Available anywhere you get your podcasts. GUIPodcast.com <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you.